Sick. Bashiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. Welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. I'm your host, Shiana, Reiki master teacher, Reiki healer, podcast host, creative director, marketing, um, what other, there's a lot of titles, but you get it. It's me. Hey. How's your self-care September going? Hopefully some of the tips I've been sharing or some of my experiences anyway have um, have given you some, some thinking time to maybe explore your own options out there because there's a lot of options um, and at some point you might even get overwhelmed with them because there there's just so many healing modalities out there, especially if you're just starting on the healing journey, which it's hard for me to gauge. I know many of my listeners do reach out but many of my listeners do not reach out. So I don't know where many of you are in your healing journey, in your spiritual journey. Um, So the best I can do is speak from my own experience. And then whatever is mentioned will be heard by who needs to hear it. That's the goal anyway. That's the intention that I set out. Um, So maybe I plant a seed and then you're like, you know what? I need to check that out at some point. I really like that. That sounds real nice. That vibes with me. So that's my goal. Um, but it doesn't hurt for you to share. You know, if, if I share a tip that, that really vibed with you, that helps. Because then I know more of what to share. But um, that's just my opinion on that. Anyway, how how's everything going? You doing all right? You good? You good? Um, it's, it's Libra season now. I know we're still in self-care September, but it is Libra season. And um, Libra season is all about balance. So I don't know if you have any Libras in your life. Um, for me, I don't have any Libra placements. I don't have any, I really don't have any like air placements in my chart at all. And air signs are Gemini, Aquarius, even though it's the water bearer, people get that one confused. Gemini, Aquarius, and Libra. And... Reminder, I'm I'm a Capricorn. I am a very Capricorn Capricorn. <laughs> um, I do have other placements like my Leo moon and my Cancer rising, which balances me out. Like I like to say that I'm a uh, compassionate asshole. And then now that I know more about my Leo moon, I can even add to that. I'm a compassionate, playful asshole. That probably doesn't sound good together, um, but that's fine. You get where I'm going with it. You're picking up what I'm putting down. But um, air signs, <sighs> like, I love y'all. I love y'all. I love, I love you. My mother is a Gemini. My best friend is a Gemini. I have a lot of Gemini people in my life. I do love you guys, but I don't like y'all sometimes. I just, y'all just, y'all just act like the air. Y'all act like the wind. Your thoughts go with the wind everywhere, this way, that way. Um, and Libras, indecision, 
indecision and th- that that grinds my gears indecision because and I probably learned this part from human design see how I'm stepping in and out of different uh modalities because this is how my brain works um but in my human design I I'm a manifesting generator so I get a gut yes with my decision making. If somebody asks me a question, it's a fuck yes or a fuck no. Not Libras. Not Libras. No. Not Libras. They might get back to you. And they might just not make a decision at all. So if if men you are dating a Libra woman, that's for sure not the one you're, you're going to ask, what do you want to eat? Like, I know there's a joke about that, but it probably stemmed from Libra women. Anyway, enough. Enough about that. Uh, I wanted to share some other self-care tips that, that have gotten me through my journey, um, which, as you know, the journey doesn't stop. <laughs> the journey doesn't stop. So there's just layers of it. But um, maybe when I was in the thick of my healing journey, I don't even know what the thick is. Again, there's probably ebbs and flows for that. When I was testing out different modalities, let's let's go there. Um but one of them that I did that was a favorite of mine and my friend Noemi actually put me on was called Resonance Repatterning. And I don't even know how to explain it all the way. Resonance Repatterning was like a, a blend of different modalities. It was like acupressure points meets muscle testing meets um, uh, not quite sound therapy, but kind of like sound therapy, just making sounds with like humming, um, which a lot of uh, people that do yoga and a lot of people that do other spiritual practices, you know, they do different chants and stuff. So some of that was in the mix with that healing modality. Um, and then visualization techniques, like it was, it was a blend. It was like a blend of all the modalities, but in one session, I probably had years of therapy, honestly. Like, and I didn't feel, because I do recommend that a lot of these modalities you try more than once. But I got what I needed out of that session. Because again, that was probably years of therapy. Um, the practitioner that I saw was actually doing muscle testing and asking questions. And he was like, oh, yeah, so, okay. So this problem began when you were eight years old. And I was like, what? How does he know that? And when I was eight years old, that's when my parents separated. I don't know this man at all. I don't know this man. I did not tell him my life story. I don't know who told him um, other than him, like, just counting on his fingers with whatever took place in my life to shift things for trauma happening, which was abandonment, abandonment trauma. (laughs) So, yeah, resonance repatterning. It's a good one. Um, it's very, very, very good for inner child work, for sure. Um, I know a lot of people say that, like, especially starting out with different therapy approaches, inner child work is not the one that you want to, <laughs> it's not the one you want to start off with, for sure. Um, that one you can get to after you've dabbled in, in, in the other ones. Don't start out with inner child work, because it's a lot. But after you've dabbled, dabbled in the other ones, why can't I say dabble? After you have dabbled in the other healing modalities, give that one a good try. It's real good. Um, very effective. Uh, anyway, 
Outside of resonance repatterning, I feel like I, of course, have to mention massage because I obviously had a 10-year career as a massage therapist. So that was really my introduction to all of these healing modalities. Um, I met so many different people from all races, cultures, all of the above. And, you know, they... The conversations we had, see, I'm talking about therapy as a therapist, um, massage therapy as a therapist, but all of those people, all of the conversations I had, those are really what introduced me to some of these other practices available out there. Um, You know, so for instance, I had, and we discussed it in massage school, but you know, somebody talked about a Lomi Lomi massage. I'd never had one of those before. And those are based in Hawaii, like a an original, authentic one you got to go to Hawaii to get. But some people are trained in Lomi Lomi. And if you're like classically trained, that's probably not even the correct term for it. But if you are correctly trained, let's go with that. That's probably wrong too. Uh, In Lomi Lomi, you have to get your training in Hawaii and like sometimes live there for three months for it or something wild like that. Um, But yeah, Lomi Lomi is still on the to-do list. However, there's so many other different variations of just massage therapy you know like so many people are just used to hearing Swedish and therapeutic or no not even therapeutic people are used to hearing Swedish and deep tissue so I know for me when people were coming in like oh well what do you offer do you just do Swedish deep tissue and I was like eh eh because again I don't I guess I don't like to be boxed in we knew that already um but I considered it therapeutic so a lot of times when I'm looking for a massage therapist, and you'll see, you know, if you if you get an experienced massage therapist, which I hope you do, um, it's hard to just box in one technique, because especially after years of practice, you pick up different skills, you pick up different um, techniques or different ways to manipulate the soft tissue that you're like, you know what, I know we learned it this way in school, but I like the way this other massage therapist did it. Like, let me incorporate that into my practice next time. Or, you know, I like the way the muscle released when I had myofascial release. Like, let me give that technique some more studying. Um, But yeah, so like therapeutic massage is the way to go if you were like not really sure where to start with massage. Because therapeutic massage covers all bases. Because that could be Swedish. It could be deep tissue. It could just be a blend of all of the above. But you can always add on to that. Um, But don't just think that there's just Swedish and just deep tissue. There's so many out there. And if you are following me, you know that I love, like, I regularly get ashiatsu massages. Um, So for a lot of people that were seeing me as a massage therapist that, needed a different practitioner to go see after me, I recommended um, the woman that does my ashiatsu massages or my friend Patrick, who does, again, therapeutic, but also he does like some energy healing with his as well. Um, But ashiatsu, she will, like there's a bar on the ceiling and she steps on you, like walks across your muscles. And, you know, there's a very calculated method to it. It does its job and... If you're not into feet, I'm not into feet. Let me just say that. I'm not like feet aren't my thing. Um, But again, it's human anatomy. 
feet are clean, I'm cool with it. It's fine with me. And I remember now that I'm going off on a tangent, I know whenever I was starting a massage, like that was one of the questions I would get a lot. Like, are you, you're okay with feet? Like, you're okay with massaging the feet? And I was like, you know, when you think about it, and it, especially if you're listening, if you've gone in for a massage before, people don't go in for a massage dirty. I mean, they shower. And if anything, they schedule their massage so that they can go shower before they come in for the massage. So yeah, feet don't bother me. But an ashiatsu massage will just flatten everything out. Um, I typically feel like a puddle when I leave there, just a melted puddle of meat. Um, so I love it. They fake free because we do live in um, the United States of America and <laughs> and we pay for water places. Uh, we pay a water bill. We, play, we pay for bottles of water. We pay for um, access to water parks. We pay for... Don't get me started with paying for our, our habitat and whatnot. But anyway, water, for the most part, it's free. It is an underrated therapy because a lot of times when you're going through it, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, like the first start, the first step is like checking in with whether or not you're hydrated. And I remember um, there was one point where, you know, like I had a headache and I've talked about this before because it was a Reiki client that I had that day, but I had a headache and I was like, all right, have I had enough water? Have I had caffeine? Is my ponytail too tight? Like I went down the list, but water is always the first on the list. If there's a headache that I'm having, or if I have a friend or a loved one with a headache, I'm like, have you had enough water? Always the go-to. And especially if people have um, stomach issues, digestive issues, uh, all of that, water, they need water. Where is everything going to go if you're not hydrating enough? (laughs) And um, outside of needing water, we are composed mostly of water. So if we're not giving our body more water, we can't function efficiently, right? And then on top of that, you know, and I've talked about this before, like with my whole meditate and hydrate message that I always give, you know, for those that are out there asking for guidance with your meditations or you're setting an intention or maybe you have an altar, you talk to your ancestors, whatever the case may be, um, if you're not hydrated, you're not going to get messages like you should. Because water is, you know, you think of it as a conduit. And again, how is information going to travel effectively if it doesn't have that transportation, that that mode of transportation, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I get a lot of my messages, just they just come to me. But I'm sure if I'm not hydrated, that they don't come as clearly, they don't come as fast, um, or I just feel stuck. And you know, you've seen it yourself, like if you have a brain fog, of some sort. Again, one of the things that I ask, like, are you hydrated? Have you had enough water? Um, Water just, it really is an underrated therapy. And again, I'm glad I have my disclaimer at the beginning, beginning of this, but I learned this in my massage days. um, When recommending people to drink enough water, I always recommended drinking at least half of your body weight in ounces. And that always made a difference too. Like if people would come in, have a massage, if they didn't hydrate enough, they were extra sore. Why? Because they weren't drinking enough water. So blood, lymph, all of that wasn't traveling through the body like it needed to. 
The things that were just massaged and flushed out couldn't go anywhere. So everything's just stuck in the body, mad. And then that's why you're, you're sore. So the other rule with water is um, if, you can, if you have access to live water, that is the best water out there for you. Um, so for instance, I've gone to the, like the natural mineral springs or natural springs out in Blackville, South Carolina. I think it's in Blackville. Um, and people go, that water's free, by the way, that water's free, but there's like, they signed some agreement years and years ago to allow it to always be free. So you can go and get free water out there. You just have to take your containers. So I don't know how many containers you have sitting around that are available to travel with lots of water. But if you, you know, prepare in advance, that is, that water is delicious. Like I felt like it, it performed miracles. I felt like, you know, they talk about drinking or they talk about eating an alkaline diet, which by the way, I'm not there yet. Just so you know, um, alkaline diet and drinking good water for you and stuff. And I was like, I mean, I feel like I could just drink this water and it heals everything all the time. I wanted to bathe in it. I didn't have enough containers, of course, to have enough water to bathe in. But if I did, I would. So like I put it in my water bottles to spray my plants. And I was like, look at this magic water on my plants. I was like drinking it, washing my face with it, um, which is probably why I ran out of it so quick. Because you can only can like also I'm a woman. So like carrying this very large bottle of water and and around my home isn't very conducive to my lifestyle. So you got to plan accordingly if you're going to go and get some live water from a natural spring, just so you know. But it can be done, and it is worth it. Anyway, enough about water. The next underrated therapy, which you probably already know, is sleep. And again, like, there's, I'm so grateful that I don't suffer from insomnia. If I am having like a bout of insomnia, there's usually like some fuck shit happening outside. And I usually correlate that with my, um, you know, like my connectedness to feeling everybody else's stuff. Um, so yeah, but, and I've talked about the app that I loved at some point, it's called Rise, the sleep app, which um, calculates your circadian rhythm and can tell you, uh, based off of when you fall asleep, like how much energy to expect to have throughout the day and how much, I'm not a fan of them calling it sleep debt much, but I'm not the maker of the app, but anyway, how much sleep debt you may have and how that's affecting your mental capacity and your focus, which all the way makes sense, obviously, but it was just neat to tap into, um, learning my circadian rhythm to discover like, okay, I know that this part of the day, I have some energy. At some point it stops. (laughs) And then at some point in the evening, I have a bunch more energy that time too. But when does that stop? So for me, I have like a window between, you know, like 10 a.m. And I think like 1 or 2 p.m. somewhere in there where I have enough energy to get shit done. Um, And then there's like, what do they call it? A, A dip? I think like an energy dip or something like that. And so then I don't really have as much energy. They suggest like going for a walk or doing exercise in those hours. Um, And then I get another boost of energy in the evening, like around eight o'clock, like eight to 10. And it was neat to tap into that because it was like, 
I know that I have like these two parts in the day that I have a lot of energy, but I don't really know when. Um, so it was just neat to discover that. Um, and again, that app is called Rise. Um, I am a fan. I'm sure there's other sleep apps out there, but that's the one that I have experience with. So that's the one that I'm sharing with you. So if you can learn your circadian rhythm and how to work with that, then listen, again, underrated therapy, because I've always been a night owl. I've never been an early, early bird ever, not ever in my life. Even as a child, I slept through all the Saturday morning cartoons, mostly (laughs) because I was up all night, which makes sense with how I live my life now. It's still the same. So as far as telling you like how much sleep I recommend for you to get, I don't have that answer. I don't. And you're really going to have to like see what works for you. Because for me, like seven hours is my sweet spot. If I get eight hours, I feel like a zombie. I can function with less than seven, but mm, it's not it's not my best work. Um, but seven is like just right. And according to that app, I think it's like seven hours and 15 minutes is just right. Uh, so yeah, get in tune with that circadian rhythm and and see how that works for you. Because it, de- like, it definitely helped me adjust my, my moves for the day and how like I planned, you know, whether it was errands or the more tedious tasks of the day based on my circadian rhythm, which I'm sure like that's how we should be living anyways. I don't know about nine to five life because you're just, you're just going to be, you just got to work with the circadian rhythm and just know that from these hours to these hours, you're probably not going to produce as much as you typically would be expected to. Um, but I don't think nine to fives really care. So they're not going to care about your circadian rhythm being in alignment with, <laughs> with your workload. Um, but if you are self-employed, then it's, it's great for you to, to recognize and to try and use in your life. Anyway, next up on the underrated therapies is purging, purging. Like, have you ever just had, uh, let me, let me clarify my bad. Purging like clothes, closet, things that you no longer need. Purging, not the other one. Um, I needed to clarify because this is, you know, health and wellness information. <laughs> um, but purging is so therapeutic. And, um, you know, I've, I'm a firm believer in order to create space. And I, I learned some of this from, uh, my human design mentor. I learned some of this from reading the book, the 10 X rule. He didn't necessarily talk about cleaning, you know, purging space and making space for this, but he did talk about if you're not lit or if you're not expanding, no human design mentor taught, if you're not expanding, you're contracting, which that makes all the sense in the world. Um, Grant Cordone from the 10X rule said, if you are not growing, you're dying. (laughs) So um, I like to just reference those because it's very much what I feel. Um, There's a lot, you know, you're probably feeling it too. There's a lot of energetic shifts taking place within 2020, within this year, there's still going to be more next year just because there's so much of a, I don't want to say black and white, and I don't want to say it's a separation thing, but there's very much, again, we're in Libra season, there's this understanding of the lack of balance that we have. So in order to become balanced, there's that like 
that fight. There's that fight to expand. And, you know, again, if you're not expanding, you're contracting. So in my experience, what I'm seeing is in order to expand mentally, physically, emotionally, you have to make space. So, you know, we already got the meditate and hydrate out the way because you you guys do that after every episode anyway, right? Um, so you're meditating, you're expanding your mind, you're hydrating, more expansion within you because you've got things flowing the way they need to because you're hydrated. But your space, you know, like you've got to create space. You've got to create space to expand. And then once you have created space, please don't forget to to drop the clothes off. <laughs> I actually saw a meme like fairly recently and I was like, how do, how do they know my life? And it said something about, you know, just going to drive around with my goodwill donations in my trunk for four months. So I'm sure somebody else out there listening feels seen. Um, but if you do struggle with the drop off, you know, you can look into other organizations that offer pickup. So for instance, I know I've used the National Kidney Foundation in the in the past and they actually picked it up at the door that you just contact them and let them know how many bags you have to donate and schedule a day and they will come and pick them up from outside your door. So that's also an option and I'm sure there's other organizations available out there that also will do pickup. So you just got to do a little research but you got to purge. You got to purge to make some space in your home, in your environment. You've got to make space around you. Also, that's really, really good uh, root chakra work. Um, if, for instance, if you have an imbalanced root chakra, you may have a tendency to be a hoarder um, because that also goes with that scarcity mindset. Like if I if I let this go, it can't be replaced. If I let this go. Um, there, there won't be another opportunity for this, which in reality, a lot of times when we do make space, we replace it with something greater. So I don't know if I have any hoarders listening, but um, I know I'm not a hoarder. I'm very much a let that shit go person. Um, there will be another one available, if not a better one, except for there was a bag one time. I guess that doesn't count as hoarding. I was going to say there was a bag one time years ago that I tried to get and it wasn't time because I just lost my job like twice in a row. And, uh, I paused on getting the the purse cause I was like, mm, probably shouldn't be buying this bag when I'm, you know, technically unemployed. So I didn't buy it for years because I couldn't find it after that. But with that, with that exception, but again, that doesn't count as hoarding. There's always going to be something better available out there. So no need to hoard. If you do have a tendency to hoard, Some grounding practices to work on your root chakra. Also a Reiki session, you know, with me. Uh, Those are options. And whenever, uh, what is that? Marie Kondo, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Whenever that came out, I don't even want to say whenever it came out. But years ago, before it made it to Netflix, uh, a friend let me borrow the book. And I was like, oh my God, why am I living my life like this? Nothing sparks joy in my closet anymore. So if you haven't read that book, um, and if you're not a big reader, then at least check it out on Netflix. I think it's still on Netflix. But the life-changing magic of tidying up for sure made it easier for me to go through things I didn't want anymore. Because you hold on to these items and then you start trying them on and they might fit, but then you have a flashback of like 
when you were wearing it and something terrible that was said to you or like maybe it was a terrible night that you had and it's like, I don't want to wear this again. Having these flashbacks of that, like that night that I threw up all the tequila, like I don't need to wear this again. <laughs> uh, I didn't throw up any tequila. I, I, that's not a thing I do. But somebody out there threw up some tequila and has the outfit that they don't want to get rid of because it was cute that night. And it's, it might still be cute today. You may have even only worn it once. But if it no longer sparks joy or if you have those flashbacks of like that terrible incident that took place, get rid of that shit. It's no longer serving a purpose in your life. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. <laughs> I mean, it's true, though. Uh, anyway, on a completely different note, can we just, I mean, not that you're counting or anything, but let me just give myself a pat on the back uh, because I've been like semi-consistent with this this month. My goal was to have out an episode at least every week this month. Uh, I know Be Easy out there, Brandon would prefer that I I post on the same day each week. But baby steps, we're getting there. Uh, The important part is I've had out an episode every single week. And that was a goal of mine. So, you know, I'm a big fan of celebrating all the wins. And this is a win for me. Uh, So if you're out there trying to be consistent with something, give yourself some time. You know, tweak what you need to, work around what you need to in order to make it happen. Uh, but a lot of a lot of this isn't going to come easy to you, especially when you've been living a whole nother way, <laughs> especially when some of these practices are new. Consistency may take time. So if you're not following the holistic psychologist on Instagram, I know I reference her often, but I highly encourage you to. And she speaks of self-betrayal and making promises to yourself every day. So, you know, this was a promise to myself that I would be consistent, at least for the month of September. Uh, I mean, overall, like, I, I would like to be consistent every month. But it was a big goal of mine for the month, the month of September. And I still have one more episode this month. So kudos to me. I'm proud of me. And I'm celebrating this win. So anyway... I think that's it for today, for this self-care September episode. Uh, If you are not already following me on Instagram, I am Shiana everywhere, S-H-E-A-N-A-H. I'm Shiana.com, Shiana on Twitter, Shiana on Fanbase, which I really need to start like using more. Um, I don't have any followers on on Fanbase. I don't know if you're on Fanbase yet. Uh, If you are, you can go, go ahead and follow me on there. And where else am I, Shiana? I'm Shiana a lot of places. I made it so that it's not hard to find me because that's the work that I need to do. I need to be visible. And (laughs) Spirit even said I need to be visible recently. And I was like, I'm trying. Look at me saying I'm trying. Do or do not. There is no try, right? Um, (laughs) But my challenge with being more visible, since you're listening, I'll share with you, is I have so much of this random esoteric occult When I say a cult, that's O-C-C-U-L-T. I'm not trying to start a cult. Um, But I have so much of this like random information and knowledge in my mind. So a lot of times it's challenging me. It's challenging for me to figure out what exactly to share, what you guys want to hear more of. So if you are listening, uh, if you are following my, you know, my my advice, my information, please don't hesitate to reach out and say, hey. I really, I really like the information you shared about blah, 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 blah. Could you, could you give us some more information on that? Because I, I want to know some more. 
Because again, like there's so much and it's so layered. So it's like, where do I begin? And how much of it can I share without looking crazy also? (laughs) But I guess it's one of those, the right people need to hear it. They'll hear it. So feel free to reach out to me and let me know what you want to hear more of, even if it's something that I can share on the podcast or I will be more visible on Instagram doing more lives and whatnot once I figure out what route to take because I can't just be hopping on Instagram live loose. I need like a little notepad with some little bullet points on what to cover because I get on there and then I don't know what's happening. I don't know who I am. I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm just kidding. It's not like that. But a lot of times when I get on there, I'm like, it just, it feels, and again, it might be because this is new-ish to me, new in this lifetime anyway. Um, I get on Instagram live and it just very much feels like, okay, everybody gather around, gather around. It's me. I'm here. Come watch me. Come listen to me. So I would like to show up with actual, you know, valuable information before I just pop up on there loose. And in saying that, according to like, you know, my human design information, I'm a role model hermit. So realistically, I can pop up on Instagram and be one of those people that's like, just sitting there in the quiet, getting my makeup done. And people will be like, oh my gosh, you're getting your makeup done. Hey girl. But that's not, that's not how I want to come out the gate. You know, maybe we'll get there when I'm in hair and makeup in the future for the things, not the future. Let me say that again. Maybe we'll get there when you see me in hair and makeup. And after these manifestations I've been working on have come into fruition. But right now, like I actually need to pop up on there with some information to share with the people. So Again, let me know what you want to hear more of. You can reach me on my Instagram. You can also email me at go to heal at shiana.com. And I think that covers it all. So I'll see you next. I guess I won't really see you. You'll hear me <laughs> next week. Uh, be sure you meditate and hydrate and I will catch you next time. Bye. Thank you.